Welcome back, friends. You are tuned in to the Bones Brigade audio show. I'm Larry, and with me as always is Matt. Matt, how are you? Man, how am I? Yeah. I mean, we're, we're, did you see the title of this podcast? Yeah, let's see. Here we are, episode 39, and today we will be speaking with the SB boys, Frankie Hill, Brandon Chapman, and Jake Bradley. We're celebrating 35 years of public domain this year, and you know they've those guys have a major breakthrough part in that video. So we thought, hey, let's have the SB boys on and uh, dig into public domain a little bit. Let's reunite the the squad. Yeah, let's get it all together. What better place to get them all together than here, right? Yeah, exactly. But before we get to them, I wanted to give a happy birthday shout out to Ed who Ed makes all our episode graphics for us and some other other stuff. Today's a big milestone birthday for him. Ed, we love you, buddy. Thanks for oh uh, my doing God, all the work. Dude. Yeah, I, I don't know, Ed. I've never met him. We've communicated online. Yeah. But man, this show, it's he's the third member as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, he's, yeah that he's is true. the third member of the of the team. I mean, we we would the show would not be the same without him. And I cannot thank you enough ed if you're listening to this for the amount of time and effort and work you've put in to doing those graphics for us it's astounding and that you would be that generous with your time and your skill and i honestly from the bottom of my heart thank you for that that is just such a it's so nice to have somebody that is able to do that stuff because if it wasn't that god only knows what these episode graphics would look like but they would be yeah, just or a text, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So thank you, yeah. Ed. Yeah, sincerely, thanks, Ed. Yeah. He's helping us out with some stuff for SkaterCon too. SkaterCon, oh, yeah. Skater oh, SkaterCon, SkaterCon. Yeah, SkaterCon. We will yeah. be at SkaterCon. We're gonna have a booth, and we'll have some goodies to give away and stuff to sell. And uh, how? What? Do you, what is SkaterCon? You think it's kind of like? Well, judging Dude, on the name, I think it's kind of based off a of Comic Con. You know, kind of like. Oh yeah, nerd, nerd yeah, fandom yeah. type type level. There's bands. Yeah, I've only play. seen photos of it, but I've you know I've I've I mean it's like yeah you got bands you get at the it's at the skate park so obviously there's going to be people skating ripping around. Yeah. But what I'm really most looking forward to, aside from meeting all of you, is seeing some of the stuff that I've you know there's there's a uh, companies and stuff like that that come out there but there's also like it seems like just collectors and stuff yeah and they come out and they have these insane old school collections that they have out there i don't know if they're selling or they're just displaying yeah, buy, buy but sell like, trade just, yeah hold like flea buy sell trade type yeah area. yeah 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 it's like total skate porn yes so. definitely so skater con 9 is happening saturday september 30th at the etney skate park in lake forest california we will be there we're getting really close to announcing some special guests that you'll be able to meet at our booth. So stay tuned to Instagram. I think we'll be announcing that soon. I think people are going to be psyched on that, right? Who oh, definitely. Got lined up? Yeah. No, yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. So thanks to Adam for uh, having us out to SkaterCon 9. Uh, look, really looking forward to it. Matt and I are taking a little road trip. It's going to be great. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be a... Uh... It's going to be some Thelma and Louise jams. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be Hopefully great. it doesn't end with us going off a cliff, but hey. No, it's going to end up, end up with us at Disneyland. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So uh, what else What else we got? Well, you know, one thing I wanted to talk about that you kind of brought to my attention after our last episode 
on Skate TV mm-hmm. was we had talked in that episode. We'd singled out the Steve Caballero part from Skate TV, and 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 I can't believe I had never really noticed this. You went back and you watched it, and what mm-hmm. and you found out something pretty interesting, yeah. which was sort of like as plain as the nose on your face, but you just never really put the. I never put the two together, and neither did you. Yeah, I guess I'm kind of watching things with different eyes now since we're kind of like our show is about kind of dissecting these videos and trying to see extra footage and stuff. So there's this Steve Caballero interview part. Skate Master Tate is interviewing Caballero and the footage that they're showing is from Steve's part in band. This the classic uh, perfect line segment where he's at the Kennedy mm-hmm. warehouse skating that mini ramp. And in I think it, that part starts out with two tricks on the vert ramp. I think he does the foot plant on the ceiling, right? Plant on the beam. Yeah. yeah, and then he just airs from the vert ramp into the mini ramp, and then that's mm-hmm. all you really see. So now going back and watching that segment, they show all kinds of, it's all recycled footage kind of from Band This, but you're seeing more of him on that vert ramp. So in a way, it's like we're seeing all this, you know, unseen clips from yeah, bonus him. bonus yeah, footage bonus bonus footage this. of band this yeah, yeah. super yeah cool. it's awesome yeah it's my one of my favorite parts ever and so yeah i, I can't believe i haven't watched that part too many times mm-hmm. the, the skate tv part you know i've kind of seen it here and there and i just i don't know i just never noticed that either. yeah it was uh memorable to me because the the way the uh the interview is cut together so that made it memorable for me so i, I was like after we recorded that episode I was like, let me go back and watch that. So I went on YouTube and I was like, whoa, this is all unseen. Not all of it, but a lot of this is like of unseen. Yeah. yeah. Ban this footage of him in that yeah. Kennedy warehouse, the suspenders, the red shirt, the red board. Yeah. Yeah. Super the white good. suspenders. Yeah. Those. So if you want, you know, outtakes from ban this, go head over to go YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Super cool. So speaking of the skate TV episode, it was, interesting sort of bit of i don't know timing yeah universal timing timing. yeah but we uh had our our last guest was mark hunt who came on and uh he was telling us before we started rolling and then i think in in the show itself he he had mentioned that one of his first jobs his actual first job in the uh industry was working as a what was it a production assistant or something like that so yeah for uh peewee's playhouse and he mentioned that you know when we did the interview and then two or three days after a couple we, few days later after we wrapped, I can't remember exactly what how it lined up, but then we got the unfortunate news that Paul Rubens had passed away, oddly enough. Yeah. So uh, that was really weird. Yeah. And that was like a, you know, man, I didn't realize sometimes it takes something like that to make you realize how much you enjoyed an actor or in, in his work kind of thing. So I was just like, Oh man, dude, I, I love Pee Wee Herman. You know, he was, it was a big deal. Oh we, yeah. When we were kids. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Pee Wee's big adventure still oh. makes me laugh out loud. Yeah. Pee Wee's playhouse Saturday mornings was always Did classic. You, have you seen the new one? His, his latest movie, Pee Wee's big holiday. Yeah. I have seen that. God, it's hilarious, dude. Yeah. I need to go back and watch that. We watched uh, with the kids a night or two after Paul Rubens passed. We watched, we had the breakout big adventure and we watched that. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. And I think when Pee Wee's Playhouse came out, I think I was like already out of that age range or whatever, mm-hmm. but I still, still watched it and, and I enjoyed watched it. it. Yeah, oh yeah. 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 I watched the hell out of that. Yeah. That was Religiously. A good one. So yeah. Bummer. 
Rest yeah, in peace, Paul Rubens. Yeah. And there's a couple. So speak big adventure. There's a couple skateboard appearances in there. Can you, can you think of them? Mm. So when his bike gets stolen on the promenade, the Santa Monica promenade, uh-huh. and when he's kind of, I can't remember like if sitting it's, on the bench or whatever. Yeah, He's sitting on the bench yeah. and there's like a, a skater goes by. And then yeah, later yeah, yeah. in the movie, when he's going through the, the movie studios and the sets, there's like that beach movie mm-hmm. scene and the there's like people being pulled that's supposed to look like they're water skiing yeah but since they're on the ground it's basically like longboard skateboards like they have skateboard trucks on them so that's (laughs) kind of like a skateboard cameo there at the end well there you go yeah had to tie it back somehow yeah tie it back to skateboarding but how weird that we were talking to a guy who's yeah worked worked on on the playoffs you know and then all right anything else before we we bring the guys on i don't know uh oh our friend Clyde Singleton is going to be on a couple of podcasts. Oh yeah, Maybe, I saw uh, that coming up. I think he's booked now for Hawk versus Wolf and the Nine Club. Yeah, those would be fun ones to listen to for sure, dude. I think so. they will have two different tones too. It's not going to be the the same show. Yeah, you know, same kind yeah. of interview style. Well, congrats, Clyde, on that it's big stuff right right there, man. Indeed, that's all I got. So Matt, real quick, so public domain that SB Boys segment. What, yeah. What, what, how does that rate for you? Or getting? To oh, the dude, it's 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 like so high up there. I mean, all of public domain for me is is really high up there. But that's a uh, yeah, that's one that I used to watch a lot. And uh, it you know it it got a little dwarfed you know by the Rubber Boys, mm-hmm. which is you know clearly like the segment that people kind of know more from that video when you're talking about like the group street dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, it was later in the video too. You know, I think that was probably part of it, but. Man, that that part is so gnarly. It's it's like some of the biggest stuff you'd ever seen. It was the biggest stuff you'd ever seen, really, to that point. I mean, honestly, like some yeah. of that stuff they do in that part is like way, way, way advanced for the time. Definitely. I mean, besides just the big stairs and stuff, like tech, like tech stuff that hadn't, you know, it was kind of new ground. And my God, man, like incredible that we're getting ready to talk. What about you? Like, oh, I love, I love it. I even remember on. Uh... So when we reviewed public domain video, we, you, yeah. me and Christian Svitak at the end, we kind of like talked about top three segment. You know, I think I tossed that question out at the end mm-hmm. and I included the SB boy segment and you guys, and I didn't choose rubber boys rubber and boy. you guys were like, what? Yeah. And I was just like, dude, I mean, I love them both, but I, I think I like the SB boys more, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Wild opinion. <laughs> I love yeah. that part. That 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 yeah, part that has such music. A great, it's all dude, just really driving music. Dude, I was just yeah. I was just gonna say I, I remember getting that song, you know, in my head when I was skating back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of have like this internal soundtrack that would be playing, and a lot of times it was Powell songs, you know, kind of depending on like what you were doing. Yeah. So like if I was skating like a mini ramp, it would be like the part from how to draw a perfect line or it'd be justice to the base or something like that. You know? Yeah. And then but if I was out like street skating quote unquote which is like basically like board sliding railroad ties or whatever we were doing at the time yeah. but it would be the it would be the you know mcrad weakness or it would be that song from from sb boys yeah you know yeah it's great dude that whole part rules yeah, so it's super good super what a good. what an incredible uh privilege man to get these guys back together after so long and how long? So what are we doing here? What's like 35 years, 35 right? years of public domain. Yeah. It's crazy, man. This year. dude, That's wild. Yeah. 
So it looks like everyone's ready to get on the call here. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the SB boys, Brandon Chapman, Jake Bradley, and Frankie Hill. All right. Thank you so much, guys, for joining us today. This is uh, we're honored to have you guys here. Thank you. So the year 2023 is the 35th anniversary of the video public domain. So we're here today to dig into that pretty deep. But I thought before we talked about public domain, we should probably go back a little further. So I thought we'd start with the generic. How did you guys all discover skateboarding or how did you get into skateboarding? Frankie, you want to go first? Um, sure. I was into BMX riding and I saw a local kid ollie off a little street transition in my neighborhood and thought, wow, man, this guy is going higher than me on my bike. So, you know, I wasn't at that point, I stopped being into team sports so much. And, um, you know, I just liked the one man band kind of type of situation and started skating at that point. But I quickly learned that I wasn't going to get too far just by myself. So I started looking around for guys that I could, you know, skate with and who could teach me how to, you know, get better and have fun, obviously. Super awesome. Jake, how about you? How did you get into skateboarding? I, um, from right from the get go, I was into uh, team sports. I used to go over to the East side boys club and I was fucking playing every single sport they had. I wasn't necessarily 100% good, but I was into everything and like dedicated to doing, you know, whatever sport it was at the time that I was playing. I even went to, blossomed into seventh and eighth grade. I played YFL for a couple of years, tackle football. And then when I went into high school, that's when I started changing a little bit. I met some new friends. I had um, different people that did different things. And um, I actually got into actually windsurfing for wow. like a moment. And I was into that, but I had to go to, I had to go with my parents with that so they could lug all this shit down there, you know, so we could go windsurfing and stuff. But at that same time, I started hanging out with different people that were into, we lived right down three blocks from the beach. So we, I wouldn't, I'm not going to say online what kind of state of mind we were in at the time, but <laughs> you know, street skating around the beach area, which where we lived and, um, that's just when I got into street skating, mainly to begin with. And, you know, that was um, times with, you know, I mean, our stuff was like at that time, we we're in the time zone of um, Mark Gonzalez, Tommy Guerrero, Nadas Coppice, you know, Jess Martinez. Those guys were like, at the time, those guys were crazy. And we liked their crazy mentality style and going for like stuff that they weren't doing back in the day of like slides and you know stylish shit like that now it was more like you know a little more ballsy and doing a little more death defying tricks at the time you know that uh we were at that time so crazy and it was fun being young and you know you really have like not as much fear as you do now in your you know, <laughs> later days yeah. <laughs> yeah brandon how about you how did you discover skateboarding uh, I always had a skateboard when I was young and a BMX bike. I did both for a long time. And then it wasn't until I was about 14, uh, I got a board, a full setup, Mike McGill, you know, nose guard, tail guard, rails, all that. And uh, there was a skate park, Golf and Fun in Santa Barbara. And so I used to go and skate Golf and Fun. That's where I really learned how to skate bowls and all that stuff. And then, uh, then there was one day I was uh, skate. I, I grew up in Isla Vista. 
And one day I was skating down the street and I saw this guy, Ollie, into a curb, you know, into the transition. And I was like, what the hell was that? I had never seen that before. And it was Ron Allen. Oh, wow. And, wow. And uh, and he just happened to be friends with all of my older friends growing up in Ivy. I always had you know, older college friends that I would hang out with their, at their house and stuff. And so then I had met him and then showed, he had taught me how to Ollie. So that's who I learned how to Ollie from. And so from there on, that's just where it began. Now, I don't know the kind of the geography around Santa Barbara, but did you guys know each other before skateboarding, like from school or anything like that? Or were you guys a little bit spaced out? We were all kind of in a different spot. I was Beach Santa Barbara. Frank was Galita and Brandon was Ali Vista. Okay. Um, we all corresponded together and branched together because we were all the best in each of those towns we were the best ones and when we obviously the best collaborate and combine together and that's how we all that's how you all linked up we were the shiznit of our zones and <laughs> yeah man we learn we could learn off each other and we exist we were interested in each other because of wow you're doing the same same shit that i'm doing you're doing even more you know so it all yeah, there was a lot of skate jams that we would go to at schools that some of my uh, UCSB friends that would put on. Um, well, Henry Satia, is that his last name? Yeah, he uh, he also would you know participate in that. He skated for Santa Monica Airlines, but yeah, we would go to skate jams, and you know that's where we would see each other skating. What what's the latest and greatest off the jump ramp or whatever, you know? I can remember one skate jam. I think was that Washington, the one that we're yeah. in. Pal well, I can remember Washington um, boards stacked up and me and you just like just flying over. I don't know. I can't remember how it was. Eight, nine, 10, 11 boards stacked together. Oh, yeah, the long distance. Yeah, long distance. Yeah. Yeah, that was what the, me and you started kind of like bonding together because we were the able, the ones that were willing to go for that. And we're actually kind of make, we're also making it too. Yeah, absolutely. How did you guys all get on um, Powell Peralta and who got who got on first? Uh, I, I got on Powell first. How did and, that happen? Uh, speaking of the boards that uh, Jake was just uh, talking about, um, uh, there was a demo. At, uh, there was a Skaters Paradise was our skate shop. It was downtown. Then they had a Galita shop as well. And they were doing a demo with uh, Stevie Caballero and uh, Tommy Guerrero. I remember that. Ramp, jump ramp in the back of the parking lot and in the back of the shop. And I had showed up. And uh, we weren't allowed to skate, you know, other than just them watching them. And they started to uh, lay the boards out and ollie over them. And I think they got to about eight or something on the boards. And then I just, I just decided I was going to do it. And I just <laughs> did it, ollied all the boards, right? And then I, I put my hand up, like, put another down, put another. And then so Tommy and Stevie stopped at that point. And I just kept going, put another, put another. <laughs> and I, I think I did about 15 boards. Wow. Wow. And, uh, so Stevie and Tommy came up to me and they're just like, who are you? What's what's your name? What's going on? And then and that's how I got on Pal. So I was the first to get on Pal. And that's how it happened. That's great. Who was who was next? Wow. I think it was Frankie, possibly. I'm not uh, sure. I, I believe Jake got on before me. Maybe it was Jake. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did actually a little private demo in front of Stacy um, in front of Pal when it was on the east side. <laughs> oh, gosh, that's crazy. <laughs> I, I don't remember what status I was at that point in my maxi skateboarding ability, but I was young and was not even, I wasn't even at the, the spot where I 
ended up going in about, you know, capabilities and, you know, just being able to do certain stuff that maybe nobody else was doing at the time. I don't know. It's all, what was it? We just passed a 35 year old mark. Yeah. Okay, but there are certain things that, yeah, I, I won't forget and that I do remember about, you know, skateboarding in general um, at that time. It's a private demo for Stacy Peralta. That's got to be pretty nerve wracking. Yeah. Well, I, I can remember actually. <laughs> yeah. Frank, how did you get on Paul? Well, I've been wanting to get on for a while and um, there was a Vegas, there was a contest in Las Vegas and I was like literally begging Brandon to, uh, to try to get me into that tour van to take me up there. And, you know, he got me in the van. So I went up there and I think I got like fifth or sixth or somewhere around their place in the contest. And um, when I came back, it was, you know, a couple of days. And when I came back from Vegas contest, they went to the PAL facility and started skating a jump ramp. And I just stayed there and, uh, you know, kept skating the jump ramp. And then I just kind of started begging team riders to ask the team manager if I could get on the team. And then he said, uh, the team manager came to me and said, you know, maybe, you know, if you quit your current sponsor and you wait six months, you know, maybe we'll start flowing you stuff if you're lucky pretty much. And uh, so that's what I did. I, I, I quit skating for Dogtown and just, you know, hung in there and, and hoped for about six months. And then eventually, you know, I started getting some product flowed to me. Yeah. And I was a big part of that because I would uh, talk to Todd Hastings was our team manager at the time. And so I was always talking to Todd, like, we have to have Frankie. Frankie's, he's going to be great, you know? So that's how he got on for sure. So you guys had become all friends through the local scene before you got on Powell or was it from being yeah, on Powell much. that you guys all linked up? Yeah, pretty much friends beforehand. Uh, and then, yeah, through the skate jams. And then I used to, you know, always go spend the night at Jake's house downtown and we'd go skate around town a lot. Yeah. So Frankie, you were on Dogtown and did you guys, did either of you, were either of you like with anybody before Powell or was that your first? No, that was my first. I mean, I got on, I did a skate jam and uh, I did, I think with Caleb Moore and uh, he was running for Brand X at that oh, time. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he got me on Brand X before a pal. But I don't think I was there with him too long before I got on Powell after that. Gotcha. So before public domain, what I was curious to know, what was your relationship or history with the previous Bones Brigade videos? So we've got video show, Future Primitive Animal Chin. Did you guys love them? Did you watch them a lot? Did they get you psyched before a skate session? Did you have a, a favorite one maybe? Tommy Guerrero was by far my favorite skater at the time. I was like trying to you know, feed off of his style and tricks and stuff that he was doing. That's who, that, that was my favorite pal member at the time, you know, because I was into street skating myself and that was the best street skater right there was Tommy Guerrero. So in the future, yeah, I watched a couple of pal videos beforehand and started liking, you know, the, the members. I mean, Tony Hawk is still awesome to this day. Yeah. You know, the people that, you know, met in that time zone, like, Danny Way and stuff when he for I think he was on Pal for just a minute before he moved on. But I remember meeting him when he just first just came on the scene. Yeah. Just uh, you know, those were the our originators to us was, you know, even though we didn't really skate like I said, more of the uh, Mark Gonzalez, Notch Coppice of street skaters, more than Steve Caballero, Mike McGill and Tommy because those guys skated, you know, Vert, which mm -hmm. is a total 
story of skating. So I myself actually got into more into mini ramps, um, being that was more fun to me than actually skate street skating. Um, of doing stuff on mini ramps is good condition. Mini ramps was uh, the thing that I found the most fun at the time. Brandon, favorite Powell video? Oh gosh, you know that's a tough one. I, I really don't know. I mean, I watched them, but I yeah. more or less just looked at the magazines, and I was more into Mark Mark Gonzalez, you know, seeing what he was doing, just because I was, you know, I started to ollie, and that's yeah. more or less what I liked. But I did participate. So when I got on Powell. Um, Thebo had got on Powell at the same time and Jesse Martinez and they were filming uh, up in San Francisco and I actually was on site with them as they were filming the videos before they came out so oh nice it's cool but um yeah I, I'm not really not really sure too much which was my favorite I just enjoyed skateboarding altogether you know yeah Frankie did you have a favorite video I think around that same time I watched Future Primitive and I really you know, thought that was really cool that the guys all like hung out together and skated as a group. And I, I sort of got a feel for a little bit of how those Powell videos were going to be kind of put together, you know, the team camaraderie and stuff. But as, you know, as far as the influence thing, you know, I remember I was at this, uh, I think it was like the first beat shop contest. And it was the first contest I ever entered. And of course, I was into the street side of the whole thing. And Nottis Coppice comes flying at the back of this car. His wheel goes through the front of a jump ramp. He does a front flip over the back of the car. He clears the whole thing, but his ankle hits part of the back of the car. He walks around the front of the car, and there I'm standing. And he's just like, I made it. I made it. You know what I mean? It was incredible. And he was sitting there bleeding onto my skate deck. And I was just like, I mean, if that didn't sell me, nothing would, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. How did it come to be that you guys found out Powell was filming for a new video and you guys were going to have a segment and it, you were going to be packaged together. Who, who told you this? Stacy come to you? Did Todd come to you guys? I think it was Todd, but that's all I remember. I don't really remember much of it. I'm kind of fucking like what was, what was first in what order? Because, you know, the only time still that I've only been to the East coast is when they sent me on tour. Paul sent me on tour over to like Baltimore. And that's the only time I went over and skated like the Brooklyn Banks and stuff like that. Um, I'm not sure if I went on tour. I think the video came out before and that's why they sent me on tour. But I still was not up to my, you know, best ability of skating at that point too. I was still growing and getting better and learning new things and trying to go higher and stuff like that. and week more you know things like that but yeah i can't remember exactly when they like told us about it they just kind of told us they didn't really ask like is it this where do you guys want to go they kind of let us pick our spots spots mm -hmm. that we that we could do something cool out on you know that we would you know i think we chose the spots i remember i remember from the filming the um video we all we all stayed together for a few days and we all wore the same clothes for like three days right yeah <laughs> get that continuity yeah, yeah we had to look like it all happened in one day <laughs> just a normal afternoon session yeah were those spots that you guys like frequented were those your normal like spots in that video or was it just sort of off the cuff 
I know we did a lot of Isla Vista stuff, which was Brandon's zone to begin with. I mean, me and Frankie, Frankie lived in Goleta, so I'm sure he skated in, you know, out in Isla Vista too. I was from downtown, but you know, I, I came out there and skated also, but um, can't remember, like when I got my second segment in Propaganda, I did those all by myself. So I kind of was mainly at like Santa Barbara City College and uh, areas of, of downtown Santa Barbara. But um, at that point for the video, we, we were more out in the uh, NorCal area, uh, Ala Vista and Galita spots. So you guys actually filmed with Jim Casimus and, and not Stacy Peralta. Do you have any? No, no it was Stacy and Stesic. Really? Okay. Cause yeah. in the, I'm just going off why, what it said in the credits. So that's, that's interesting. Cause it says that uh, your segment and the, the Doug Smith in uh, Tijuana was filmed by Jim Casimus. So yeah, no, I don't, I never met that, that guy. Yeah. Okay. So what was it like filming? You're just like, wow, we're going to be in a Apollo video. We're shooting on film. This is crazy. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it was fun. It was definitely fun. It was a, it was hard by the day three. It was definitely like, I was pretty tired. I wasn't going down any more railings at that point, but yeah, uh, but it was fun. It was definitely a lot of fun. That's great. Filming, which, which what was cool was that we were all three able to do the the same thing like you see us all the ollies we do over things and stuff we were all able to do it there wasn't a thing where the, you only see two guys go and not one of them we were all together we were all up to par we were all able to do anything that the other guy could do just because of how experienced we were at that point in our lives yeah, yeah frankie awesome. i did i read somewhere that you that, that, that when you ollie that like i think it was like an 11 stair it, there was like you kind of hadn't planned on doing that did i read that somewhere like that you weren't really doing stuff that big up until that point you just sort of went for it yeah what happened was is uh we just went to music hall and brandon had just ollied off those three stairs and board slid that bar was totally ridiculous for that time and then we went around the corner and we were leaving and i looked down those stairs and i remember looking over at brandon and i'm like man you know this would be crazy if you know we could go down this for the video you know what i mean it just wasn't like oh this is like what i do or you know what i mean it was <laughs> all for the video you know what i mean you're just a little kid you're just like whoa you're starstruck stacy's filming and um i think he said something like go for it or you know good luck or something and i'm like <laughs> you know yeah. the board had no nose you yeah. know what i mean so good luck for your front foot you know what i mean and um I shot a couple ollies down it and uh, got lucky to to get one, you know, to ride away. And yeah, that was way out of my comfort zone. Yeah, little did you know what was waiting for you. Uh... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, thanks, Frankie. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, little Frankie. Yeah, you set yourself up for that one. Yeah, yeah, I did. No, I mean, really, that 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 in many ways set the. I think, yeah, I would say probably right. Like, set the kind of course for where you were gonna kind of go in the next couple of videos, because like. You were just known for the big, you know, hitting that big stuff like like nobody else. That's my favorite pop video trick right there was when Frankie did his propaganda fat oh, ollie. At of the course. End. Absolutely. That was awesome. Uh, to me, that just put him on the high pedestal of the ability and the balls to do that. And then, and then make it too, you know. It was, <laughs> that was one of the most awesome uh, video uh, segments that I've seen. It was right there, Frankie Hill. Absolutely. No doubt. Thank you, guys.
I think your segment in public domain is one of the more kind of super advanced street skating that anyone had seen. Like your all, everyone's ollies are super high. You're doing handrails, which was kind of like brand new, you know, grinds on handrails. It's all pretty new. So where were you guys getting that? Was that from getting from Nottis and Gons or were you kind of just going for it and making stuff up? So for me, yeah, it came from Nottis and Gons. It was 1985. Uh, Nottis and Guns were the only ones that were doing railings, and then uh, then there was me. So I was the very next person uh, that was going down railings. It was just the three of us, and then I think it was Julian Stranger after that, but soon after. Um, so that's pretty much where it began. So it, it, public domain was what eighty uh, eight. Mm -hmm. So three years later, I had already been doing railings for a long time. I, one of my favorite parts and my, my segment was the three board split handrails. But it was funny is that is that so far back in the day, like it was, yeah, at the time to do the three the three handrails, just board slide them was what about where where skateboarding was at at that time. And then the next one, when the LA boys came out, they did the same thing, but they did like I don't know lip slide, fake, you know, oh, yeah. they did, which just branched out and stepped up skateboarding to a different level. You know what I mean? And um, that skateboarding took. I mean, I. I I don't really want to go into my personal thing about the accident that I was in, but when I was coming out of that, I was trying to get back to the level I was, and I did get back to the level I was about alling things and doing stuff like that. But at that time, skateboarding was making another transformation, and it was in it was going more in the freestyle area. You couldn't; it wasn't cool just to ollie over things anymore. You had to do a switch dance. You had to do a you know kick flip you had to do something different over things now everything was like advancing into a freestyle area which was more you know technical stuff for me you know more of the i was into doing big stuff and going over stuff but you know transforming it and doing it in some kind of stance was you know just another branch the skateboarding went into i'm gonna say one thing real quick i just want to throw this in there brandon chapman ollie frontside board slide fakey down the courthouse stairs in public domain was cutting edge. Yeah. You didn't see a lot of people doing that trick at that yeah, time. That was the, that was the yeah. first time it was ever on video or captured, I believe, but yeah. Jake, I wanted to ask about your 50, like caveman 50-50, where you kind of run up and jump on the board into 50-50 down a handrail. How did you uh, come up with that one? I just did it on the spot. I don't know if he had even done it before. When when Brand did the foreign side board slide down it, I was like, well, shit, what am I going to do here? To <laughs> so, I mean, and at that point, I mean, that handrail was particularly high. It wasn't long, but it was high. There was no way I was going to ollie off the ground and make that. So that was like, I never really did like a jump to board slide handrail. I ollie to board slides. But that grind, there was no way I was going to ollie up to that 50 face. So I just grabbed my board and I just did it on the spot. I didn't know if they were going to use it or whatever. I just did it without thinking. So it sounds like you guys were getting a little competitive with each other. Like someone's going to do an awesome trick, then someone else had to do another, <laughs> well, do yeah. another one. Yeah, yeah. That was definitely always the case, especially with uh, Frankie and myself. Uh, we were very competitive, definitely. It was cool that we we're able to do the same things like we went at the uh samber city college low handrail we all do our board slides we do, but what was cool is that we were all able and all had the balls we're not afraid to jump the roof to roof was probably one of our other oh yeah yeah i wanted to ask Dude. about the roof yeah I mean, never done that before 
we, we just did it on this. We were searching for areas. We would see, we would be looking at something and we're like, well, look at this over here. And you know, that, that Borsa, I mean, that Ollie over the roof from the roof, from roof to roof was not actually something we did on a normal basis. I don't know if we actually did it before. Yeah, that I was the first time, definitely. But you know, we always did that. Didn't even think twice. I mean, that, that was like, I remember watching public domain as a kid and seeing that shot up and watching you guys Ollie over the, from one roof to another. And I was just like, what? <laughs> like how, who, who would have the balls to ever do that ever? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's one thing to, I don't know, do a handrail or whatever. Not that I could ever do a handrail, but to Ollie, like from a roof to roof just seemed like that's like, I mean, I don't know how high that roof was or if it was just, a, you know, but it was gnarly. I just remember watching that, rewinding it going, yeah, that's a roof. <laughs> you know, <you're, laughs> you know, like, did I see that right? Yeah, I think public domain really kind of showed, you know, where our head was at, because it, most I think of the stuff that we did during that video was stuff that we all really didn't do on a daily basis. I mean, the huge Ollies um, Brandon and Jake had down to a science, but a lot of the, you know, a lot of the other stuff, I think it was just like, whoa, look at that. You know, that'd be great for the video. You know what I mean? Like, we're just, we're just going for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. If if one person did it and made it, well, okay, now it's my turn. You next. I, no, you are. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like the way that that you could you could really tell that though was because, and I've said this before, but you watch the the slam section, and it's like pretty much sixty percent you guys, <laughs> like in that video. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Didn't realize that. <laughs> we're, we're more. We were at that age. We we're more balls than brains. Yeah. <laughs> but it's cool because there's like a, there's just definitely like gnarly slams. You can see like there's one where Frankie, you're like hunched over and like picking up your board, and like holding your back or whatever, and you're oh, like, oh yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And really, dude, I mean, five zero fakie on a high bar off a bank. I mean, in public domain. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah. No, it's gnarly, man. Yeah, it's super great. Frank, your kickflip, is that over the roof gap or is that just an interestingly framed uh No, it was off the it was over the roof gap. That's crazy. What so you guys ollie it and then you just decide, heck it, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna kickflip this thing. I'm gonna do a little kickflip over it. Yeah, man. Just trying to trying to make the video as as good as we could. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was the only thought it i don't know if we were really thinking like whoa we could really hurt ourselves i think it was more like we just we just want this video to be as great as it could possibly be you know that's kind of the way it went so it was three days of shooting you said two or three maybe yeah three days so at the end of each day are you guys psyched or are you like we gotta ramp it up or you, what what are the feelings like say like after day one how are you guys feeling about it oh we were drinking beers in the hotel no i'm just kidding I can't. <laughs> I can't remember that far back on even which hotel we stayed at. <laughs> well, me personally, after the third day, you know, my clothes were pretty much shredded pretty much. And uh, yeah, I, I was pretty much out of gas. I think we all just, you know, laid it on the line as much as we possibly could. You know, I don't, I, 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 I didn't think we really understood, you know, what it was actually out of us, you know, but. All right, so you guys rap on the, the the video and it premieres 
October 21st, 1988. Did you guys go to the premiere? I don't think I did. I don't I don't remember if I did. Oh uh, yeah, you went. You went. Was yeah. there? Yeah, you yeah. were there because there was the after party that was uh at the Mexican restaurant that we went to afterwards. So and there's a picture of us in Thrasher magazine with uh with a pal ad for the video or something. And you and I are standing uh arm in arm in that picture. So yeah, you went. Very cool. Any other any uh, fun stories from that from that night? What was it like seeing yourself on the big screen? And what was okay. the what was the crowd reaction? I I just want to throw this in there. Was this there's uh, this premiered I believe at the Arlington Theater if I'm not mistaken. No, it was the other theater. Um something I can't remember where where it premiered. No, it's the it's the one on uh another one downtown. I can't think of the theater right now, but Okay. So it, it premiered downtown Santa Barbara at a theater anyways. Yes, yes. So what was the crowd reaction to your segment when it came on? They were freaking out. It was loud. People were screaming for our names and stuff. Definitely. What I can't remember it. I don't know what the reaction was or the feelings I felt um, after the first night of the premiere. But one thing is that um, that movie like is a like a classic to the point where like i can go anywhere almost in the in the world or at least the united states and anybody that skated from back in the day knows that video like if i bring myself a yeah i'm doing you know you know people that you wouldn't even you know even aren't friends or you don't even know will like pretend like feel like they know you just because they know uh, what we were doing back at that time in skateboarding, you know, that's just skateboarding is always like, it, like I mentioned, all the stages is gone. It's just always keeps advancing and advancing and advancing, you know, and to, to God, what they're doing now is freaking crazy. I mean, the stuff you can see on video now that they're doing is like, wow, man, you guys are just, you know, I mean, but for us, we were the one, we were, See, for, for me to think how crazy these guys now, we were that crazy then. And people know that and remember that. And, you know, that's a great thing to be a part of, you know? Definitely. So you guys started to get recognized after the video. Yes, definitely. Yeah, for me, you know, I was just on cloud nine. I was just the little guy in the group with Brandon and Jake. And the reason why I probably can't remember any like really specific stories is because I was just happy to be there with those guys and just in shock that uh, I was on the big screen in a pal video. I mean, it was like dream come true for sure for me. So what, where did everyone kind of go after the video? I know Frank, you were on Powell for a long time. Brandon, did you shortly go to SMA after that? Um, gosh, I, I think it was about, yeah, maybe a year later, pretty much. Uh, yeah, Thebo uh, had jumped ship and started skating for Santa Monica Airlines, and uh, Pal wasn't going to turn me pro, so I followed Thebo and went to Santa Monica Airlines. You know, that's what happened. And Jake, you broke your leg, maybe? I, I read somewhere shortly after the video? One week before this happened in 1989, um, one week before I went to Arizona and skated a mini ramp contest. I actually won that contest over two guys that um, both went pro after that and put out models, their, their own name and stuff. And I won that contest in 
Arizona, I went, I was working at Captain Video at that time and I was uh, skating to work. And I, um, this is the point Prowler just told me that they were gonna turn me pro. They were gonna give me a model. This is in the preparation. This is about to happen for you, Jake. And I got hit by a two-seated bicycle uh, on my skateboard on, I forget what street that is, uh, Chapala and Maria. Maria. Um, I got hit by a two-seated bicycle, went into a coma for a week and uh, came out of it and uh, had to learn how to you know, walk and do everything again. But as soon as I got out of the rehab hospital, I could barely, I mean, I had nurses holding me on my skateboard, rolling me down the hallway because everybody knew. I mean, I had, I was given to doing autographs and stuff when I was in the hospital bed. And um, when I came out of that, I went to a mini wrap contest, uh, not a contest, just a party. And I broke my freaking leg because what was I doing? Wearing uh, Converse All-Stars like Christian Asoy and fuck. I was wearing those little, little skimpy shorts or whatever. The, um, but I broke my leg that day. Oh my and gosh. I, I had a head injury when I got mad. They had to put metal on my head for fluid to stop. And, you know, I mean, I had a head injury and came out of it. And because of that, I was kind of a little crazy. I remember Mikey Taylor took me to the hospital and they were taking so long. I walked out of that hospital with a broken leg, wimping, just cussing. I ain't getting no help in the end. I said for all years. Blah, blah, blah. I walked out. Wow. <laughs> that night, my girlfriend looks at me and goes, Babe, you, you should go over to the hospital and get that leg. Like, that does not look right. You should go. <laughs> but um, that's when I, you know, but I kept actually skating. I was skating the power warehouse. I actually was in power, a skateboard contest at the power warehouse mm -hmm. and my boy was judging and my run, I had a flawless run, but for some reason, I don't know what I was thinking at that moment, but I figured I wasn't going to make the cut. I didn't fall at all on my run and I wasn't going to make the cut. And that's a little bit crazy, not too smart because I left. And I got told next day by Todd Hastings, Jake, you made the cut. You're, so you, you made 16th because I was the bottom of the cut because I didn't take my next run at the, at oh, the warehouse. Oh. And I just, uh, you know, kept going through it. But you know what? Through skateboarding, I broke my head, which I just talked about. I mean, mini ramps, I broke my arm. Um, mini ramps, I broke my leg. I broke fingers. I broke toes. Um, skateboarding took a toll on me. And I basically never quit because I'm still kind of in the aspects like I had a head injury when I was 18. My mind never really grew up. I'm still pretty much the same. I, I still listen to the same music, you know, I'm I, suicidal, you know, whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah. I can remember, I, I was reminiscing, if you guys don't mind if I, I sometimes talk too much. Do it, um, dude. I'm thinking about when um, Frankie Hill talked about um, Jess Martinez. And um, I can remember when I first started seeing Jess Martinez at contest, uh, La Vista contest. And at that, I had an actual remembrance what actually happened to me at that contest that was in La Vista on the Third Street or whatever. My mom's bathing suit store was right there above the liquor store, which is the street that the contest, the, the contest was on. At that contest, I did a fat, I think at that point I wasn't even doing methods. I was just doing high backside grabs off the off the uh, 
um, little ramps and I, I, I snapped my board right before I was about to go. And um, Sean Murphy, who, who died late, Sean Murphy, who was actually the originator of porn star clothing, um, actually lent me his board. Right then and there, it was a barfoot board. He lent me his barfoot and I skated the run. And I think I got third place, but that's just a thing. I could be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I could have got ninth. I, I don't know. I think I got third, but that's just that's just a thing, you know. But I do remember seeing Jesse Martinez there, and that's when I started seeing the B13 spray painted on the wall riding wall that him and Nottis were riding at the time at the IV contest. I don't even think anybody was actually even doing that yet, wall stuff yet. We we're just flying off the jump ramps and stuff. But, you know, I forget a lot, you know, but there's some things that I won't forget. And some of these skateboarding uh, times and historical moments in my life are never going to be forgotten. And like, I, I've, I've been reaching out to Frankie Hill and um, we've been bonding really good. It's really good to like touch base with Frankie again. Brand Chapman, I have not seen your freaking face in I don't know how long. <laughs> a long, long time, man. I know. In your face in a long time you know me look me i never changed <laughs> you guys all you guys should all get together and hang out and get shoot some photos or something hey yeah. i would girl i fucking i i moved up north i i met a girl we had a kid it was too expensive to live in santa barbara we moved up i live in santa rosa now okay. and i've been up years i have and i know i know frankie and brand both know about this because i have a nine-year-old daughter that um even when her mom and me split up, I stayed up here to be in my daughter's life because she's the most important thing to me. And two guys right here, they're my old, old homeboys. No, it's all about daddies and daughters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Moved back to Santa Barbara. And you know what? I just had a vacation time. I can't even afford to, to vacation in Santa Barbara anymore. So I've been there once. That's when my little brother, Jesse, got married. I went back for that. But I've not been to back to Santa Barbara for 10 years. I'm NorCal, and uh, now I'm just kind of like over living. California is too expensive, and I'm working myself to the bone. My body's breaking down, and uh, I'm about to go to Hawaii. My mom lives in Hawaii, and uh, she can set me up over there maybe. But, uh, you know, I love California, but I've been here all my life. And although I would like to go back to Santa Barbara, get my last little taste of California, before I leave it to go to Hawaii. You know you know I mean? so I'm demanding you guys, before you go to Hawaii, you guys got to get together for five <laughs> minutes at least. Yeah. I'm in November, so I, I might be uh, sleeping in the Ledbetter parking lot, but I, I'm coming back to SB for one last little glimpse of State Street before you know I move out of California. All right, I'll bring my, uh, my Ollie ramp and my garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And Frankie, you have some exclusive news that you and uh, Jake are teaming up for something real fun soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a, I have this little company called Hill Skateboards, and um, we're gonna come out with a a Jake board. And that's I'm, awesome. I couldn't be happier to get that done. So that's super cool. When can we expect to see that? Yeah, it's gonna be pretty quick. Probably in the next two months or so, it should be out. And uh, you know, we're considering doing a one one with brandon too you know so it's our time together was absolutely priceless and 
you know, this is, it's going to mean a lot to me. Yeah. That's awesome. It. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you guys always, you guys always came across as like three dudes that genuinely knew each other. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you can tell when it's like, here's some dudes that are kind of put together and they're, I don't know, but you guys, you guys had a camaraderie in that video that was, it was undeniable. And also you guys came across like such, I don't know, like just badasses. Like it was almost intimidating. Like the mu- you know, the the music in that video and your part was so sick. And then like you guys were just skating so hard. And it's like, yeah, I don't know, man. As a kid, it was like, these dudes are not fucking around. Like these aren't uh this isn't uh a, a freestyle section or something like that. This is <laughs> this is the real deal. Yeah, it's really Im- impactful part. I feel like if something that comes out like that heavy, like these days, like they just turn, they turn them pro. So it seemed weird that you guys weren't turned pro like the next year or whatever. I mean, one, but I uh, just a weird freak accident, you know, my, my, yeah. luck, you know, just sent me in a different direction and maybe not be able to go in the spot. You know, I, there, you know, there's a lot of mistakes I've made and there's a lot of bad, you know, uh, life during the accidents and surgeries and all kinds of crazy shit that I've been through already in life. And, at this point, uh, I'm one of those accent prone people still. I'm basically still going to keep going on with, you know, uh, trying to write it smoothly and then perfect and my imperfect life. And what, what I come to realize is that any obstacle that I've been through in life, I basically ollie it. And I can't ollie it the same way that I ollied the last thing. I got to change the style. I got to change my stance. I got to change my grab. You know, I got to change and do it in a different way. At, at this point of us being at the age that we're at now, it's obviously that I'm doing a pretty good job on alling any obstacle that comes into my life. And I'm hoping these two guys right here are, you know, doing the same too. You know, I hope your guys' life is running smooth. You know, life's, oh. life's hard, but, you know, you, you deal with it and keep going on and on and on and, and the beat goes on. <laughs> yeah, Frankie, a few years ago when you kind of came back, it seems like you, you started kind of posting clips again and stuff like that after a while, you know, I would say of kind of a little bit of dormancy, but it was mm-hmm. so cool to see. It's like all of a sudden there's like Frankie Hill blasting over a trash can again or whatever. And you're like, yes, you know? Yeah. I just, uh, you know, I, I want to stick around, dude. I want to, you know, I want to keep it, keep it going. And then, uh, you know, being able to, you know, talk about things that we did like this in our moments, you know, that won't be lost because, you know, thankful, thankfully that we're doing the interviews and, and keeping our, what we did alive because it was, it was great. And I'm, you know what I mean? So if it takes the rest of my knee, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> And for, for me, I think Frankie is is a mastermind and is brilliant on what he's done, what he's done, and what he's doing. Um, that's why I tried to tap into him and see if I can maybe try and become young again. Because Frankie is not an ex pro skateboarder; he is still to this day a present pro skateboarder, and I think that's freaking awesome. And it's just. A, a wonderful idea on what he's doing and what he's done. And uh, I'm going to try and jump on his coattails and see if, uh, you know, I can, I can come up there too and keep going. Cause you know, I might be old, but my mind is always going to be young. I still listen to do, you know, 
maybe not do stupid things that you do when you're young, but you know, still, I'm gonna always be young, no matter what happens to me. Yeah, I think I think there's like a you know I think there's a huge market out there for you guys. You know what I mean for for your I mean you know there's so many people out there like that are in their mid you know in their 40s and they grew up watching public domain and they're you know like whether or not like relevance in 2023 you know it's hard it's harder to be relevant in 2023 now because there are so many fish in the pond but dude there's a million people out there that would love to to hear from jake bradley and hear from brandon chapman and see more frankie hill and stuff like that because dude you know you guys managed to stand out in a video like you said that's like a pivotal important i mean i would put it in the top probably five most important skate videos ever wouldn't you larry i mean yeah, I, I don't yeah, think it's a big I, one there's no denying it you guys managed to stand out in a video that has tons of standouts you know what i mean you're i mean that video is completely packed with legendary parts and you guys have you guys maintain to this day like a one of the more i don't know one of the more gnarly memorable parts in that video well for locals people watching and go whoa I've been there before, you know, but I never thought about skateboarding. I mean, skateboarding in general, nothing that I brought to have with all, all the broken bones that I suffered from skateboarding. You know, I got arrested, literally arrested for skating three times in a row. And I think I was with you guys one time at Washington. We had a ramp, a ramp going up to a wall and we were wall riding, marking up the whole wall. And they were all because of, yeah, board sliding stuff that, you know, in yeah. front of is. But yeah, arrested three times. I think you were with me one time, Brandon. Were you not? Yeah, I think I, I vaguely remember that. I think we were, it was at Washington School. Oh, that was just one of them. I mean, I actually got thrown in a jail cell one time for skating, street skating downtown Santa Barbara. Hooligans. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was the skate or die mentality, you know? Yeah, it was good times. All right, so to kind of wrap it up here, looking back 35 years after public domain. Any final thoughts on that video or what it meant to you? Maybe it meant that I still skateboard to this day. <laughs> Maybe that kept me skating still. And, you know, realizing that, you know, we were ahead of our time at that time to never even want to quit. Maybe that means that we're on a different bracket, you know, of people in life on, on, on this sport, you know? I know a lot of, a lot of people, the, the 50 year olds that are still skating is, is awesome crazy and you know i mean you know you're, you're gonna do it now and cry about it later you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm just very grateful to have been part of it and uh it's just awesome i mean i meet people you know all the time and i usually don't bring up skateboarding until they they start talking about it and then they uh they mention that video and i go oh that's funny I, i'm in that video <laughs> and then they flip out like oh my gosh you're brandon chapman i'm like yes i'm the brandon chapman <laughs> here that's i am that's awesome just very, uh, very grateful. It was a wonderful oh, time. So get happy about my other money. My public domain is, is one of them. But my other is I got a contents page. Brandon, you got the cover. I got the contents page, though, in Thrasher Magazine of uh, Scanner's uh, Mini Ramp. Um, Scott Starr took that picture that I got into Thrasher Magazine with. Because to this day, I see a kid walking by with a Thrasher shirt and go, oh, cool shirt. I was in Thrasher, you know? <laughs> it was Scott Starr that put me in Thrasher. And um, I got lucky. Um, 
when I brought, I thought it was, I thought it was Scott Star too. I got a picture, a full picture in Trans World skateboarding as well, and uh, it was actually Jim Knight. Jim Knight is the one that filmed me. He filmed me in Propaganda, and he took my picture that I got into Trans World skateboarding also. Nice. So, up to the late Scott Star and Jim Fitzpatrick. No, Jim Knight. And uh, just, I just want to say that. Uh... You know, of course, it was my first video, and to be able to go in there with Brandon and Jake, absolutely priceless, and I'll I'll always hold that dear to my heart. Awesome, that's perfect, perfect uh, way to end it. I thank you guys so much for joining us today. I'm glad we could kind of re reunite you guys and talk about public domain a little bit. So thank you so much, guys. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. No problem. I appreciate what an guys. honor. What an honor. Thank yeah. you guys so much. Honestly. I appreciate it. SB boys for life. Yeah. All right. There they go. The SB boys, Frankie, Brandon, and Jake. Amazing. That was wild, right? I mean, dude, like, think about that. We just got those dudes back together yeah. for the first time in like 30 some odd years. Yeah. That's, that's pretty crazy. heavy duty, man. Yeah. Big time. And they just disappeared back into the Bones Brigade audio show green room. There they are. Yeah. There's lots of, I mean, it's it's nice in there, man. We got sodas. Yeah, the catering is excellent. The catering, back there. The catering is so good in there, man. Yeah. Skittles. <laughs> I mean, red vines. Dude, red vines, Swedish fish. Yeah, all the good, awesome. all the goodness. But man, thanks. So, thank you to those guys for joining us. And that was man, just way dude, too cool. Dude, what, what an honor. Seriously, yeah. man, what yeah. an honor that was. Yeah. It, I mean, it really was. Frankie Hill, man, that, that dude means the world to me in terms of like my, you know, early years of skateboarding and everything, dude. Yeah. Like he was such a heavy duty influence and stuff. And to be on a call with him, talking to him and talking to Jake Bradley and talking to Brandon Chapman. I, I dude, I, it's a trip. It's yeah. incredible. I, I, it's mind blowing, man. I mean, it's like, 30 however many episodes into the show and I'm still having my mind blown by the fact that we get to talk to these people. Yeah. It's crazy. It's an honor. Like you said, yeah, it was great. It really is. Yeah, yeah it really is, man. It really is. And um, what a bunch of cool guys, you know? Yeah. I hope they can get together before Jake goes to Hawaii. That would be most excellent. Yeah, definitely, man. Wow. Tripping still it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. All right, but moving on. And now, the Bones Brigade Audio Show Mailbag. All right, we got some feedback from um, the Skate TV episode that we Nice, yeah. People really enjoyed that one, I think. Yeah. Took them by surprise a little bit, too. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think Skate TV is one of those things that uh, a lot more people watched en masse than some of the some of the videos you know what i mean some of the yeah, videos are yeah. very segmented as to who they reached mm -hmm. but i think skate tv was something that a lot of kids had nickelodeon you yeah, know yeah or they had friends who had it and they'd tape it like you they were mm -hmm. weirdos like larry tape <laughs> everything so mark l took some time to write us and he said i'm really stoked on the skate tv files series nice. first episode with mark was so good it's obvious now, especially after Mark's explanation. But at the time, I wondered why they had Matt co-host when he seemed like he didn't know anything about skating. It felt so cringy watching Matt ask Ray Barbie, quote, I remember reading an article on you in Thrasher, yeah? 
and Ray being a good sport responding, yeah, I guess there was one in it. <laughs> I actually remember so, that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so thanks, Mark. Yeah. You know, dude, like Matt, Matt, I'm going to say it. Matt did a good, he did a good job and actually he found his, he found his footing in that show pretty quick, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Which speaks to the fact that he's a, he's a good actor and he's able to, he's you a know, professional. Yeah. He's a professional. He can, he can adapt. So he yeah, did a I good think, job. Yeah. I think they wanted, you know, kind of like an MTV VJ type guy, young and hip and yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause you know, Tate was an, admittedly an odd choice to host a show like that mm -hmm. you know yeah he, he ruled and he did a great job but i can see why they might be like yeah well we need something to balance out whatever's going on over here with this guy yeah exactly <laughs> something to bring it down a little more relatable into relatable territory for the kids so anyway yep. yeah so Vern w writes in and he says guys the history of skate tv episode was amazing after listening and hearing when they made it, it's crazy to think Stacy, Stesic, and crew made a 13-episode television show in between production of Bandness and Propaganda. Truly talented people. Thank you, Mark Hunt, for making it all happen. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they crammed in a whole series of television between Bandness and Propaganda. That's crazy. I'm still blown away by the fact that they they filmed it the way that they filmed it, where they like he was saying, they just kind of did everything in like a few days at the Pink Motel. Yeah, like today with, we're with, doing all 13 intros right now. Boom. Yeah, we're doing all then, 13 pool segments and everybody's staying at the hotel or driving out for that day or two mm -hmm. to film those. That's crazy to me. Yeah. Today we're going to do all the mini ramp segments. Yeah. Yeah. How nuts, dude. Who would have yeah. ever thought? So, um, yeah, whatever, man. It's Powell magic, right? It is. It is. Powell magic. Yeah. It's, it's everywhere. And then we have Steve P and he writes, Mark Hunt was an incredible guest. Skate TV is a cult classic. There's not a lot of information or history out there about the show. Super psyched. You guys are covering the show and I can't wait for the rest of the skate TV files episodes. Long live skate master Tate. Indeed. Indeed. Long live skate master Tate. You know, I am bummed that I never got to meet the Tate and I'm glad that I'm glad to know that you you had a relationship with him and he was so cool in real life. He's as cool as you would expect him to be. Not that I yeah, yeah, had any doubt. He was awesome. But... Yeah. I have a feeling too, he would be he would probably be a regular on the show. If he oh, was dude, I have no yeah. doubt. I have no doubt about it, man. Yeah. Yeah, he'd be all about it. So anyway, that we're going to call that the mailbag for this week. Thank you okay. all for writing in. Yeah, thanks everybody. Um, yeah. Skate TV, man. It's the best. Yeah, it's great. And then uh, we'll have another. I think we'll slip another skate TV episode. We'll do the. We'll do an episode on the pilot episode slash yeah. episode one. And yeah, we uh, got uh, we got twelve at least twelve coming your way. Yeah, at least. Right? Yeah, for sure. Thirteen. 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 Because yeah. we haven't even done an actual yeah, episode yeah. yet. Yeah. Oh, so. Well, all right. There we go. All right. If you'd like to be like these awesome folks that sent us an email to read on the show, we would love for you to do that. The easiest way to do that is to go to our website, which is the bones brigade audio show.com. You can click on the contact page. There's an easy form to just type in your message, you hit enter and we will receive it instantly. And uh, Instagram direct messages work just as well. So, and you know what, let's not forget the feature 
in our website that allows listeners to send us like voicemail. Yes, messages. that's right. We haven't plugged that. We kind of forgot more. about yeah, that. Yeah. That kind of fell by the wayside. Yeah. We've had what, two or three of those? We've had I a think? few of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But it's been a minute. Let's talk yeah. about that real quick. What yeah, do you do? So, There's... Yeah. You don't have to type. You can just click a button. It's on our contact page. There's like a little microphone button. You click on that and it kind of records us a voicemail and it's zaps to our computers. And then we can play your message on Dude. the show. Yeah. Matt doesn't have to read it. We can just play it and you can hear it. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Do it. It's easy. Yeah. We need more of that. Yeah, we do. It's been a we while. We need more of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's an audio show. So let's get, you know, let's, let's get, get some, some audio. audio. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about was our YouTube channel. Okay. Let's talk about that real quick. We're going to be, there's a, there's some stuff on there that you've probably gone and seen, but if you haven't gone to our YouTube channel, go and then hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, elbow drop that subscribe <laughs> button. I'm trying to think how many video, what do we got? Like five, six, six seven, seven, eight videos on like that. There? Yeah. There's some good stuff. We're going to yeah, be putting rare, some more stuff up there. Rare stuff. Rare oh, stuff. so speaking of Skate TV, I think we, so we have the pilot episode, which was never before Lost. online yeah. ever. Yeah. We've resurrected that and we've got that online. So if you haven't seen that, there's another yeah. chap that has the other 12 episodes, but we've got the the missing episode. Yes. So good stuff. Go go yeah, check that go out. Go check yeah. that out. And I think we... we're going to try to do a live episode on YouTube in October. Yeah. We're still trying to figure out the uh logistics. Back end, yeah, the logistics yeah. of doing that. So we'll see. We'll I mean, we'll, we'll have a definitive answer soon. Yeah. It's a lofty goal at this point, but hey, yeah. we're always trying to up the ante lofty. around here. Exactly. Yeah. And then one more thing, let's talk okay. about this real quick. We have a if you, you know, if you've been listening to this show and if you've invested god only knows how many hours of your life listening to us talk and bring in these amazing guests and chit chat hunt down these esoteric people for you to listen to and talk to and hear from and wax intellectual with you know what you can do if you feel like it and we're not asking we don't need it but we're but if you feel like throwing us a little bit of you know a little some, bit of love. Some cash. Some cash. We do have a buy us a coffee. It's sort of like a Patreon kind of thing, right? Is that what you mm -hmm. consider? Yeah, the link will be in the the description of this episode, the show notes or whatever they call it down below. Yeah. And, you know, all that stuff, it's not for me and Larry to, you know, go put in a Scrooge McDuck style vat and jump into. It's going to go toward, if you, you know, toward... You know, our web hosting stuff for the yeah web hosting the, just stuff to keep the show kind of going the zoom um, zoom has a monthly fee that we have to pay yeah yeah all, all that kind of stuff so if you if you if you're so inclined please do and if you're not don't worry about it it's all yeah. good the show no. will go on the show will but, go on you know if you feel like you know you've gotten a lot out of this show and you want to just show us a little love that's that that's cool and if you don't we still love you and we'll still keep making content for you Totally. So, and I and and honestly, dude, I love coffee. I drink it every day. So you can buy me a coffee. Want to hear something wild? Yeah, I have never drank coffee in my life, not even a a drop. That is fucking <laughs> insane, dude. Literally, I don't do the literal first thing I do every day. Really, after stepping out of bed, is walk into the kitchen, 
and pour a cup of coffee from a carafe that is hot brewed and oh you set the timer yeah. yes that's insane not even a drop. i can't even fathom <laughs> that now is that is that related to kind of like the straight edge thing or is that more because no. I mean, is caffeine kind no. of on that okay is it just you just don't... i do enjoy uh ice cold coca-cola so that has, okay so caffeine has, is, yeah. is 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 a part of it all right but no one my parents didn't drink coffee wow. it was never in the house so i was just like and then I kind of a little later I kind of related that as like an adult drink, uh -huh. not, that, not that you needed to be twenty one, but like oh that's right. just that's just for old people, you know. It's like oh, that's well, not, you're not wrong about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I've just never never gone there. Oh my god, <laughs> I can't even imagine. I I I that's insane, dude. <laughs> that's crazy, man. I don't even know what to say right now. <laughs> I'm floored. Everybody listening is floored. Oh, I could I could nail you with some all kinds of wild stuff that I have never <laughs> done in my life. Oh man. Yeah. Well, somebody needs to get out there and buy Larry a coffee. Maybe it'll be me. No. No, no, no coffee. You're not doing no, it? Not no doing coffee? It. No. You won't even take a sip? No, I don't need it. No, Dude. don't need it. Okay. Buy oh, me whatever. a Coke. I'll buy you a Coke. All right. Let's go get Cokes. Anything Definitely. else will make me choke. Exactly. 7-Eleven Cokes are the are best. The best. I won't right. settle for anything less. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're getting silly. We should probably shut this down. You yeah, ready let's to shut do it. it down? Okay. Let's do it. Thanks again, Frankie. Thanks again, Brandon. Oh, yeah, Thanks dude. again, Jake. Thank you Holy so much. Shit. Yeah. Incredible. 35 years of public domain this year. Crazy. Makes it makes you feel old. Yeah, but you know what? Go watch that part and it's as still as great as ever. Yeah. Crazy good today as it ever has been. That's so, right. As is the whole video. That's true. So that's true. All right. We'll be back soon with another episode. But until then, I'm Larry. I'm Matt. Reminding you to never stop searching for Chin. Have a great night. Mm -hmm.